When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Acton Grassroots. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this special edition, end of season edition of Acton Grassroots. We've got two interesting, in my opinion, my humble opinion, topics for you to tune into for the show dear listeners first up we've got an interview with a friend of the show Millwall fan journalist with the Metro newspaper Matt Nash who also doubles as the manager of a very interesting side a side that puts the county of Surrey on the international map and the name of the club is International Surrey logically enough so first up we're going to be speaking to Matt about his involvement with the um, the obscure eccentric but very interesting world of county football um, where it plays international sides sides from various parts of the world so that's going to be our first interview with Matt Nash followed by a report from Michael Avery um, friend of the show regular reporter on on these editions uh, from his recent visit to the Plumstead Challenge Cup final a game between a, a big YouTube side apparently SE Dons uh, versus another side, Bayswater FC. That was a game played at VCD Athletics Ground in Crayford. Played on uh, Wednesday, May the 17th. And it's the Plumstead Challenge Cup final. So we're going to be going first to Matt Nash. And then after that interview is over, we'll be doing some live stuff with Michael Avery. So uh, first up is Matt. Next up, dear listeners, on this edition of Achtung Grassroots is a very... Welcome guest, it's our very own, and he is our very own, Matt Nash, ex of the Metro newspaper, now living a free life out there, Matt. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, Nick. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I've listened many a time, and so, yeah, absolute privilege to uh, to be chatting to you. Um, good to see you the other week as well, in unusual circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt took me down a very woke kind of direction, listeners. We went to the, the Women's <laughs> FA Cup final. That was an interesting experience, Matt. I mean, just to, to start off with that. I mean, I, I, I have been to a women's game last season. Harry is involved with um, London Seawood. And I went to a game up at Walthamstow at the, uh, the Wadham Lodge Centre up there. So it wasn't the first women's game, but it was probably the, the highest profile women's game that I've, I've seen. It was an interesting experience. I mean, it was it was a full-on crowd of 77,000 in Wembley Stadium. It's, it's not, to be, um, not to be sneezed at. It's, it's, I'm glad I went to it. Yeah, I think, you know, five, ten years ago, if we'd said Wembley Stadium would be full up for the Women's FA Cup final, it probably seemed a long way off. But yeah, it was. Um, it wasn't a great game, was it? But it was. It no, was a it wasn't experience. a great game. Yeah. No. Um, but finals really are classics. I mean, it's a rare 
cup final at any level. I mean, there was some skillful play out there. Um, you can always pick holes in, in whatever you're watching. I don't care whether, whatever your sport, whatever your, your choice, you can always find um, reasons to 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 knock. But I, I mean, I, I don't want to do that. I, th- I think I. I enjoyed the. It was a very different experience. You and me were joking beforehand how it's a different vibe outside the stadium <laughs> to. Um, yeah. How can we put it? Like a, a Millwall kind of playoff final might have been <laughs> if that had come to pass. <laughs> very different. Um, a lot of kids, obviously a lot of women. Very female kind of um, atmosphere, but it was, it was just a different feeling. Um, I, I, I actually think of it, Matt, as a different sport. I mean, I, I see a lot of stuff online. Um, kind of comparing unfavourably women's football. But I'd, I'd actually wouldn't... I think you're talking about two different sports, really, and I don't know mm. that you can really make a comparison. Would, you, would that be a fair way to look at it from your side, do you think? Yeah, I think I think kind of having covered a lot of women's football the last few years, I think you do have to kind of um, forget, you know, a lot of the sides of yeah. the, the men's game, really, Nick, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and put it to one side and view it through different eyes because um, actually a lot of the things you get out of it, you know, not as much diving and descent and all time wasting, all the things that annoy us about the men's game aren't there. So, yeah, you, you're probably right to sort of differentiate. And, and also, if nothing else, it took our mind off uh, the Lions, right? And what had happened on the Monday. <laughs> so. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Um, anyway, we won't dwell too long on that. It was an interesting experience. I'm glad I went. And um, But whilst I was there, I was talking to... Uh, to Matt and um, was, was it Ed? It was was your um, sidekick from yeah um... yeah Eddie Mir. He sort of does everything. Yes, uh, he's a bit of a uh, one man army, isn't he? Nick? Really, he's a bit of a sort yeah. Of I mean, Ed Ed, Ed, Ed um, gave me a, a program from Matt and and Ed's uh, at his uh, club, International Surrey. And I, on the train ride coming back to to on the Jubilee line coming home, I took the chance to read about this. Utterly fascinating <laughs> club, Matt. Yeah. Deeply eccentric club. Yeah. Um, and I, I became drawn into in, into um, reading about it. Um, good program, incidentally. Nicely, nicely produced program. But International Surrey um, is a representative side um, for the, 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 the historic county of Surrey, Matt. Would that be a good description, do you think? Yes, that's it. Um it was started by a guy called Danny Clark nine years ago now, I think. And he, yeah, he took those old boundaries. So from Gatwick airport, right up to, uh, to the river, basically. Um, yeah. So I think the first ever game was at Fisher where we're returning to um, in June uh, to play. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Listen, mate, I took a lot of persuading to come on board when I did. I know Eddie did as well. And, and everyone did really, because it's such a random thing, but uh, to have a, team representing Surrey on the international stage is very eccentric you're quite right and um but <laughs> I like it I like it it's one of those things <laughs> it seems to have sort of caught on we've got quite a nice team quite a good squad and um we've had a decent sort of um season if you want to call it a season because everything with us is a bit strange it's not really a season it's a sort of end of season season for the players once they finish with their clubs but yeah, it, it's really difficult to sort of describe to people when you first meet them and and you've got to really sort of 
um, suspend reality while you listen to the explanation of it, I guess, is the, the best way. So, unfortunately, you, you copped all this, didn't you, the other week? <laughs> well, I did. But uh, me being me, I, be, I became entranced with the idea of it, rather. Some people would probably run a mile, but I, I, I run a mile out the other direction, that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose... Um, yeah, my, I was looking at the fixtures. Um, there is a website, International Surrey Website Football, um, with the fixtures listed. And the reason that we're we're doing this call map really is you do have two upcoming fixtures at Fisher um, in in June, as as you've just said. Um, two intriguing fixtures. So this is this is a essentially it's a it's a side representing the, the historic county of Surrey, which included at one time or the the boundary ran into what we now think of as London. Um, but you're playing uh, a Benfica representative side, Sporting Benfica, representing the, the the Portuguese giants, and they're actually an affiliated side, mate, aren't they? They are London-based, um, uh, you know, Benfica supporters that have, that have put together a side representing the club. Absolutely, yeah. And to be honest, we might have our work cut out, Nick, because they've just got promotion in their uh, their <laughs> league. So, uh, hopefully, they've all gone on holiday and it's just the reserves, but. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, a couple of games coming up at Fisher, possibly a third as well, but that'll be it for us then. I think mid-June will be done for that period. But um, yeah, we're looking forward to going to Fisher and you know, hopefully we might see one or two uh, Lions fans turn out as well. Um, it's where Surrey played the first ever game a few years back. So um, nice to yeah. go back to the, to the old patch. And I remember Fisher well from... When they were playing across the road in the old days, the old Surrey Dock Stadium. The old Surrey, yeah, the old Surrey Dock Stadium. Um, yeah, so two fixtures at Fisher. Listen, this is the reason why I wanted to get Matt on because I wanted to be a bit of an advert, really, for these two fixtures. It'd be lovely to get a few bums on seats or, or, or certainly a few uh, spectators through the door for the two fixtures. You're talking about the fourth of June, Sunday, the fourth of June, one thirty kickoff. This is Surrey versus uh, Benfica, London Benfica. Uh, 1.30 start. Entrance for that is £5, concessions £3, under 16 is getting for free. Will there be alcohol for sale on, on, on this occasion, Matt? That's a great question. I think we're waiting to hear whether Mill Community Trust, to operate the ground, are sort of opening the bar um, up. But um, yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, they normally have cans down there, I think. And they normally have cans. Like, Very yeah. good cans. Yeah. I've, I've partaken there. Very good. I mean, let's hope so. Um, but yeah, certainly the game's on for a one thirty start on Sunday the 4th of June. I will stick a link out to um, in the show notes for the, the, these, uh, these two fixtures. You've also got another one against, um, not Alexandria, as you <laughs> hoped, Matt. Alexandra. Um, Alexandra Knights. That's on the tenth of June. That's a three thirty kickoff. Also at, at Fisher. Um, You're thinking. I think they might have been representing the Egyptian, uh, ancient Egyptian city of Alexandria. But I think it's probably more like Alexandra Park in North London. Very it? much so. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was, it was slightly lost in translation. Let's just say that. <laughs> but no, some really interesting fixtures. I mean, the the, the Surrey side have taken part um, in various games in, as part of this. Um, Conifa kind of uh, network, really, Matt. I mean, this is often teams that represent regions or groups of people or um, breakaway regions or, you know, various types around the world um, that um, don't feature in the FIFA regular international cycle. And they form themselves into an alternative grouping called Conifa. And often these games that uh, Surrey are playing are against sides that are part of the Conifa network, aren't they? That's right, yeah. I mean, we, we can't join Conifa as 
as we're a county, but we were in something called the World Unity Football Alliance. And um, since I saw you last, actually, we played a team called Matabeleland. Um, right, who, yeah, yeah, Matabeleland. Yeah. yeah, who are very good. We lost 3-1. Um, dare I say we had a few players out. Uh, but they were very good. They were very strong. And they came and beat us 3-1 at Dorking last Sunday with a few right. players from the National League in their side. Um Big, strong, skillful team, and um, yeah, very impressed by them. And um, they are members of World Unity Football Alliance as well. They're from a region of Zimbabwe. Um, Wasn't Bruce Grobelar from Matabele Land? He was indeed. He made one appearance for them at the Kanifa World Cup in London five years ago. Right. Um, so yeah. he has actually played for them, and he's goalkeeper coach. He's, he's listed as such, anyway. Although sadly. We didn't see him this time. That would have been great. No, that would have been that would have been a, a draw, wouldn't it? I'm just looking back through previous fixtures. I'm seeing Matabele land here, three-one loss, uh, but also teams representing the London Japanese uh, community, Chagos Islands. They're a very um, a put upon region. Um, I think they were uh, Indian Ocean um, side. Mm-hmm. But I think they, they've had a, a very troubled history. I mean, if you want to find out more about the Chagos Islands, do have a look on, on Wikipedia, listeners. But some fascinating fixtures, Matt. Um, how long have you been involved with it now, mate? How long have you... Have you you're, you're managing the side, aren't I'm you? I'm managing the side, yeah. I took the job in the pandemic, Nick, and, uh, yeah, I was offered the chance to do it. And I thought, well, sort of, why not? But it took us a, a year to get going because of yeah. football not being played and everything. So... There was a good sort of 18 months where Surrey didn't play any football, but we ended up playing behind closed doors again in 2021. And last year we came back and we we played the Chagos lads, who is sort of a local derby for us these days, if you like. Um, We beat Matabele Land last year. We played Hampshire because there are other English counties. This is kind of how this all started. Like Yorkshire and Cornwall were the the front runners in this and Surrey and Hampshire and others have followed. Breakaway regions. Breakaway regions, that's it. The People's Republic of Surrey. And now Surrey, what's becoming of the world we're living in, Matt? This is it. Surrey, I know it's, People's Republic of Surrey. It's mad, isn't it? You know, you look at people like Chagos and Matabele and we've got these incredibly absorbing stories and there we are just sort of representing the commuter belt, really. Um, so. <laughs> well, I think you said it's that. I mean, I, I read through the, the, you know, the on the website, listeners, um, which um, is intsurreyfootball.co.uk, intsurreyfootball.co.uk. But there's a, there's a, a little, um, you know, piece about the, the origins of the, um, of the site. And there's a, there's a curious mixture, Matt, and I, I don't know if it's, it's a fair way to put it, really, but there's a kind of a humour in the idea of international Surrey, mm-hmm. that Surrey are, pl- are playing as an international side. There's a comic quality to that, I guess. But one thing I do know, and we, we spoke about it at Wembley, that's the, the for the sides that you're playing, often this is a real chance to represent themselves on on a wider stage. You know, um, many places may not be, you know, see themselves a bit not being heard about other than via sport, which is always a great uh, medium for pushing names forward. And they take it very seriously, don't they? Absolutely. You know, um, again, this is probably an area of football so many people are unfamiliar with as I was before I joined. Mm. So it does take a little bit of getting used to, but yeah, when we play the Chagos guys, you know, they've got a national anthem, you know, they kiss the badge. They, this is, it means something. Yeah. yeah a proper, full international to them. You know, when they play any fixture, they are representing um, the nation that they've kind of left behind 
um, while they're yeah. exiled over here, you know. So th- these are very big, um, yeah, these are very big deals, I guess, for the teams we're playing. Whereas, obviously, for Surrey, it is a bit different. You know, you look at Yorkshire and Cornwall, they're very kind of chess-beating, see themselves as independent. <laughs> it's quite different in Surrey, isn't it? It's a, it's a harder sell, I would say. I, I love the the uh, the article on on the website speaks about promoting the part of the ethos of the club is to promote the culture of Surrey and I, I, <laughs> I love that I, 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 I want to find out more about the culture of Surrey um, and this is one way to do it. This is no, I mean I, I, it's part of the wider Kanifa um, network. I mean certainly the Kanifa have a World Cup, which is a chance for places like. Um, I know Punjab have have a team in in the sense that they see themselves as a nation and and uh, Biafra I think that was the Nigerian region so it is taken quite seriously by by these the sides and you know from from that point of view alone it's, it's it has a curiosity factor yes um, you're enjoying the management role Matt you like being a manager yeah I, I kind of do really um, I started it as a sideline when I got. Uh too slow and too old as a player and got into it that way really and <laughs> so the last 10 years I've sort of migrated more to the dugout really but um yeah no I do love it we've got a good bunch actually we've we've evolved the team a bit this year and we've got players who've come from teams all over sort of Surrey and London to play for us and um a nice mix of players I like to have a good dressing room I don't like to have uh, you know players with egos and things like this. So yeah, um, we, yeah. we try to keep a good bunch of guys and they've got to buy into it, Nick, is the other thing as well. You know, like if you're going to come down and spend some of your close season, you know, playing serious football as, as we, as we take this, you know, although some may not, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. then you've, you've got to sort of, you know, buy into it a little bit. And the fact that you're, you're playing for Surrey, you know, you're not just having a kickabout with your mates. You're not playing for your club now. You, you're representing the county in some way. County of Surrey. Whether that, you know, means something to you at the beginning or not, it certainly will when you've come and uh, and played for the team. And um, I think that's the thing. It's, it has to be enjoyable. It has to be enjoyable as a manager. It has to be enjoyable as a player. And for the for those yeah. involved, like the great Eddie, who does our marketing, our finance, and you you have to have these people. Um, they're crucial to getting something like this off the ground and keeping it going because, uh, you know, it's not easy. You know, you don't, you don't, you know, you don't really get any sort of help in terms of funding or anything like that. You really have to dig deep to try and find people who are willing to kind of help you. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy it, you know, except when we lose. We had a we had a tough day against Matabele Land and that, that wasn't great. So, yeah, sounds like they're a quality side. I mean, one one thing, I mean, I'd not met Eddie before. Um, I, I met him at the cup final, but I, I mean, to you, I'd include yourself, Matt, as well. But there's a cliche in football that the, you know, the non-league world has has these kind of heartbeat figures. And I think Eddie was one, one such figure, you know, it, people that do a lot and keep the game alive in often quite unpromising circumstances. And he's one one such figure, isn't he? I mean, mm. he, the game needs these people to, to keep it going. And, and I, I take my hat off to Eddie and, and yourself because, you know, it's easy not to do something, isn't it? You know, it's always the easy option and to, to actually make something happen, I think is, is, is always worthy of congratulations. So I, I take my hat off to you, mate. It's, um, you're doing a good thing here, representing the county of Surrey <laughs> on the international stage. Well, we had a bit of a moment earlier in the year where we could have gone the other way and probably just mothballed it for a while or 
or whatever. Mm. But we, we thought, oh no, we quite enjoy doing this. Let's try and carry it on. Let's try and find a way to do this. What what we struggle with, Nick, sometimes is finding opposition. Um, right, you've got quite a small pool, and because you're not in a league. Um, you don't have that structure of playing every week. Because these are friendlies, effectively, Matt, aren't they? They're friendly yeah. uh, fixtures in, 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 in a nutshell. Very much um, so. Yeah, yeah. So effectively, you're playing international friendlies until such time as hopefully next year we can arrange a tournament. You know, we've got an invite to go to Jersey to play Parishes of Jersey, which is their right. uh, okay. national team there, and um, to go to Hampshire and to Yorkshire. So... The idea is to cast the net a bit further, see if we can go to away games, see if we can host a tournament maybe over here. But um, yeah, there's not always loads of readily available opposition. So um, that that's kind of the, the idea now. How do we widen our scope, broaden our appeal? Where do we go from here? So we, we've got to think about that as soon as the games are finished next month, really. Fantastic. I mean, home venues, I mean, the next two fixtures are at Fisher, which is um, from the Millwall perspective, very well known. You play uh, Dorking, I believe, Matt, and I've seen Merstham as well as as an alternative venues. You spread around the, the the county of Surrey, obviously. Yes, yeah. These now we've got these wonderful new boundaries or old boundaries, I should say. Yeah, wonderful <laughs> old boundaries. The Anglo-Saxon boundaries. I, I, as soon as I read the word Anglo-Saxon boundaries, I was yours all over. <laughs> you, had, you, you had me at Anglo-Saxon. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. This year we've played a couple of games at Farley Rovers in Wallingham. Um, we're in the middle of a run in uh, in May in uh, Dorking at the moment, and in June we're at yeah. Fisher. So we're taking it around a little bit, and um, obviously Millwall Community Trust run the Fisher ground, so uh, it's nice to have a link there with with our beloved club. Um, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, yeah, we're, we're always sort of open to ideas about where to take it around the county, and it's hard to know where you're going to get more people to come out and watch, but. Um, yeah, you know, we're, we're fingers crossed for Fisher. That'll be good. It's a it's a lovely ground, lovely pitch, great backdrop. By the way, of Canary Wharf. Yeah, it's beautiful. Know. It's a beautiful ground. Anyone who's never been there, it's well worth the trip up. It's, it's not what about a ten minute walk from Rotherhive Station. I think you can walk through from Canada Water. about the same distance. So, um, if you fancy some Sunday football um, during the long weeks before the start of the new season, listeners, give it a go. I'll certainly be at the Benfica game. That's on June the fourth, Sunday. June the fourth, one thirty kickoff, five pound to get in, or three pound concessions, um, and then there's another fixture against the Alexandra Knights, which is uh, at three thirty, three thirty in the afternoon on June the tenth. Uh, no, it's a Saturday game, isn't it? Saturday, June the tenth. Three thirty kickoff. Details will be on the um, International Surrey website. I will stick links in in the uh, show notes, and I will uh, boost it on Twitter because we want to get a few bums on seats if we can do these fixtures. Matt, huge thank you, mate. I want to wish you luck ahead of that big fixture against Benfica, mate. I think you're up against it, <laughs> playing Benfica on the Giants of the game. Absolutely. No, thanks, <laughs> mate. We need all the help we can get. So, yeah, uh, very happy to see any faces that want to come down. You know, you'll be made more than welcome. We like to make these sort of a big occasion, big day out, you know, and a, a lot of fun because we know these are effectively friendlies, but they're good level friendlies. You know, we've got guys who play in the Ismian League. So, um, yeah, please do come down. be lovely to see any of you that can make it. And uh, and your good self, Nick, of course. Thanks for having me on, Chip. I'll be there. I've always wanted to see, well, London Benfica might not be quite the full bed, but they are affiliated to the, the, the Benfica Giants of Portuguese football. So, uh, June the 4th, one thirty kickoff at Fisher's Salter Road, uh, St Paul's Stadium. Big thank you to Matt Nash. Thanks for coming on the show, Matt. It's great. I'm going to have to get you on more often, mate. I appreciate that. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, um, 
anything that takes our mind off the other week, frankly, at the moment, will uh, will go down very well, <laughs> won't it? You know, I'm just a bit worried about when we start playing again. I, I'm enjoying my football at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that will end in August. Yeah. Big thank you, Matt Nash. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. You're listening to Acton Grassroots. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here at a VCD for this evening's game, the prestigious Plumstead Challenge Cup final. Uh, my name is Michael Avery. I am being joined by Avery Senior and Avery Middle, because there is a junior, but he's at home, um, for this game between se dons the famous se dons we've got loads of youtube channels and social media bits and i don't really know what else they have i'm not down and trendy enough to know what they have but we're here for the se dons game against bayswater fc of westfar we go into this game now with se dons doing reasonably well in the sunday football league um the sort of breakaway youtube league if you will uh, that's starting to start the season against other teams like the wall um, under the radar who are familiar with this podcast and bayswater who currently play in Westfar and come into this game um, with a cup double doing very very well um, this season um, I think they're in the first division and they're, they're, they're doing some good stuff um, there's a lot of people here you would imagine with uh, SE Dons um, bringing down quite the, quite the army of fans outside on the gate we were told there'd be about 800 to 1000 people um, which for a you know a Sunday league game um, playing midweek is, is tremendous numbers uh, the referee today is Spencer Goldsmith who um, is a familiar name to uh, myself and the pod. He was on a game last season, um, one of the cup finals here. Um, and he has the prestigious honour, which it really, really is in Westfar, of being the man in the middle for the game. Avery Senior, what do we what do we think of the uh, game so far? What's Avery Senior, um, the eldest of the Avery clan. What do we think of the pitch? What do we think of the atmosphere? What do we think the score will be? I think the pitch is great, like it's just flat, there's like no like holes or anything and the grass is like smooth, like... Like a snooker table? Yeah, like a snooker table. I think the score, I think um, the YouTuber team... Essie Dons? Essie Dons, whatever. Their goalkeeper... Whatever, whatever. Their goalkeeper's quite tall, so I don't think he will let any in. Yeah. 
and um, well, the, the, what I would do against this goalie, I'd put it in the bottom corner because yes. he won't be able to get down. Into yeah, it. well, remember, as goalkeepers, though, they're important parts of the team. You don't get to go to a cup final if you're uh, got a bad goalie. If you're a bad goalie, exactly. So, what do we think the scoreline's going to be? I'm saying two nil, Essie Dons. Two nil, Essie Dons. Two one, two one, two one, Essie Dons. Oh, so we, we've got goals. What do we think, middle Avery Charles? The pitch is all right. No bumps, no holes. Uh, Essie Dons—they're quite. All of them are quite tall, but the other team—they've got a lot of cameras as well, haven't they? Mhm. Love a camera. But you yeah. work if you're on YouTube, I suppose. Yeah, and the other team. Bayswater. Pretty Bay- good. Other team, Bayswater. We know someone who plays for Bayswater. Have yeah. some respect. Okay, Bayswater. Yeah. They're an all right team, so. All right team. They've won two cups. Okay. Oh, I'm only joking. Go on, what do you think I the score is going to be? I think it's going to be 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, 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 one. Oh, penalties. Who's going to... Oh, if it goes 1-1, should we talk about penalties when we get there? Yeah. Yeah, we're nervy time. Um, I'm going to go 2-0 Bayswater, I think. Uh, I think it will be a close game. I'm going to go for a goal in each end and a clean sheet. Bayswater will do their cup treble. As always, we will keep checking in as and when things happen. Essie Don's have been in possession for quite a lot of this game there. Um, not really tested neither goalkeeper in truth. Um, they're now on this right-hand side pushing down. Is he going to play the ball through? Yes, the 24 is on the ball. Says Scott on the back of his shirt. That's his name. He's gone out for a throw. Quick throw taken. Now we can, we can, hear, we can hear the Essie Don's uh, getting a bit tense out there. I'm not sure why. They're, they're, definitely, they're definitely the team... Who are, who are dominating the half so far. Again, it might be the lack of shots they're having. Uh, Bayswater have gone in there half a couple of times, but again, nothing hugely major. Um, but yeah, it's uh, still nil-nil. Entertaining game. A lot of people are just talking to Lolino on the side. Stephen Hughes, who was the ca- uh, referee for the uh, Plumstead Challenge Cup game last year. And he, he says it's a good atmosphere. There's a lot of people here. Um, you know, and from a referee point of view, like I said, you know, it's best seat in the ass. You know, you, 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 you're you not playing, but you're, but you're a part of it. And that's what we've always said on these grassroots shows. And when it comes to refereeing, you know, you're giving something back to the game and you're, you're creating some big moments. They're, they're just Bayswater defending so well. They've got, what, five, five, six players behind the ball. And Essie Don's just are not breaking it down. Um, they're playing some good stuff, Essie Don's, not going to lie. Um, they do move it quite nicely and quite quick, but they just can't break through this defence. Um, it's close to the commentator here. Um, oh, there's a, there's a call there. And there was an arm and a shirt pulled there in the box. Touch here again in the box by the SE Don's player. 24 gets it in. That's a, that is a great tackle to stop it going out. And it's nearly decapitated the ref. I might have to get the boots on. The ref nearly got taken out of the game. Or Lino. Nil nil. And now Essie uh, Don's giveaway have found themselves on the left-hand side, just on the edge of the box. After a moment where they um, they were trying to say that a player was uh, a bit foot high, to say the least, trying to block a ball. Uh, ref played on from that moment. Bayswater cut inside, and now they've got a free kick just on the left-hand side outside the box. Good angle from here, from where we are on uh, Acton Grassroots, and we will see where this goes from here. The line is being um, lined up. The ball is down, ready to be kicked. Ref is signalling on his whistle. Big moment. The referee has walked back the wall and all we can hear is shoot all around us. Shoot, shoot. That's all we can hear. Um, ran by VCD. Um, the VCD Athletic Football Club, a sort of portal cabin end. Referee's looking at his watch, checking, getting himself in the right position. Lino's in the right position to check the line perfectly. Whistle is gone. The number three walks back seven. Looks like he's in a position to take two. Where will this go? This is on target. It'll be close. Curled around nicely. Oh, just wide again. 
again, neither keeper's really being tested so far, but there's been some tense moments, still nil-nil. You can hear that high-pitch scream from people screaming for him to shoot. They're ignoring that. The ball goes out right to this uh, 24 again. He's doing really, really well. He's having a good game so far, the 24. 77 plays it back inside. Nice one-two football. And again, too long. It's this end product. It's this final third from SC Dons. They build up really nicely with this 24 on the right-hand side. He um, He's involved in a lot of the build-up, and it's good stuff. But just the end, the end product. What do, what do we think? What do we think so far, boys, of the game? I'd say it's going pretty well. There's no end product, is there? SC Dons definitely got more possession. Yeah, they've got more possession, but they're just not really doing they've it. Had it more, they've had more attacks, but the attacks aren't leading to a goal yet. No, exactly. What do we think? I think they can do the hard beer, which is running up the pitch and whipping it in, but they can't just they just can't finish. There's no end product, is there? There's no end product. So and there's a long ball that's been played back to the uh, um, Bayswater goalie there. Nil-nil. See Don's finally take the lead. Finally, after a lot of lot of attacking, ball comes in from the right hand side into the middle as a touch. Bang! One 0 bottom corner. Keeper is beat. Cameraman on the pitch as well. Always good to see uh, grassroots level. How long left, Lino? At least four left of the half. Four left. We, we, you heard it here first on the uh, pod no. for, from the Lino. He hasn't said how many minutes. No, no, no. No, it's fine. That's fine. Another two minutes to yeah. the Belgium. Yeah. All right. But yeah, no, good goal there by SC Dons who take the lead. 1-0. So my 2-0 Bayswater's out the window. It was a good finish to be fair. Bottom corner, um, past the goalkeeper. He had no chance. 1-0 SC Dons. There really can't be long in this half left at all now. It's been some really, really nice stuff. There we are. Half time, as we said. SC Dons 1, Bayswater 0. So yeah, it's 1-0 at half-time as we say. We're walking now and round by the stand. There's loads of people here, so really, really good atmosphere. Um, big turnout for uh, what is essentially a grassroots uh, cup final. Um, people of all ages, uh, all genders. Um, and it's just a really, really nice atmosphere. A lot of people mingling and stuff like that. And it's um, yeah, very, very entertaining game so far. It's nice football being played and it's all good, all nice stuff. Um, this is also the opportunity I will take now to let you all know about a little side project that's coming soon. We can't answer too much details, but stay tuned to um, Acton Grassroots and Acton Millwall for a special spin-off show from next season um, that Nick and I have been discussing and working towards. Um, a new show will be launching soon. Um, and just watch this space interesting times are coming on the pod but yeah it's been a good first half good half first half of football um good advert for grassroots as we always say um, and this is proper proper grassroots not the grassroots that we see uh when we go to the non-league stadiums and go around uh, the scaffolds and the combined counties and all that kind of thing the fbn leagues um this is uh, west for v super league and some good good stuff on display well, the second half is exciting it may be we're actually walking around to the other side of the pitch now um which is near the main entrance uh, not to follow the SC Dons, but just to get another perspective of where um, another angle of the pitch and what it's like. Uh, we've stood to the right-hand side of the uh, dugouts. We are now going to stand on the left-hand side. Will the change of angle mean a different game? <laughs> you never know. So, yeah, we're back for the second half now. We're actually now in the other corner. Uh, same side, but other corner. Um, SC Dons attacking the side right now. Um, just see how they get on. A nice ball played over the top on the left-hand side. Looking over for the line, oh, flag's not gone. It's come in, whipped in by the 10, headed clear by the 8. But still, Essie Don's one, Bayswater nil, and the official Don's photographer just walked past us. Yeah, they've got quite the entourage, quite the entourage to say the least here at uh, Essie Don's. 
First chance of the game really falls to Bayswater there, where a nice ball's played over the top, plucked out there nicely by a Bayswater attacker, and um, a nice block at the last minute by SC Dons uh, to keep it 1 0. Um, another lively start, and loads of cameras around again, as we said earlier on. Um, and yeah, good atmosphere, loads of people around the pitch, looking good. Bayswater on the attack now, he's beat the goalkeeper, shot comes in, blocked, deflection. Oh, big, big juice somehow saved it. Harris has saved that. Jeez. Oh, I'll tell you what, there was a shot. He, he got round the goalkeeper well on the right-hand side. He took it a bit too far. The angle was tight. He's pulled it back across goal and there's a shot that's been blocked. The block has come out, gone out to another forward who's standing in the 18-yard box and somehow, somehow the goalkeeper saved it. Really, really good save and defensive work by C. Dons there. First time we've really, really seen them have to really defend well. Not because they're a bad team, don't get me wrong, but because of the fact that they've not really been broken down too well by Bayswater. Um, they're the sort of moments there where teams could sort of rest and think the job's kind of done already um, because they've not had much to deal with. But um, but they've just they've dealt with that really, really nicely. The shot as well um, that was saved and held. Um, really is one of those that could have ricocheted anywhere and gone out for a corner or gone back in or you know gone or anywhere. But he's held it really, really nicely. And um, fair play to Essie Don's keeping it 1-0. So for those who know, we're at um, VCD Athletic Stadium, uh, which was up till last season um, the home of VCD, who were in the Ifmian pitching in uh, South East Division, uh, same as Sheppey United, uh, who we went to see last season in Beckenham Town, those kind of teams there. Um, interestingly, uh, Phoenix Sports in Scaffold finished second, and what happens is in those divisions is they have like a weird sort of playoff, similar to sort of how the Scottish teams do it, where you have sort of bottom two of one division play against the second place in the other in a sort of playoff um, place for a place in um, in the uh, I can't remember what's called now. The if me on pitching it, and then the lose obviously goes down to Scaffold. So what basically happened was was the game was played at Phoenix and it was a huge crowd for scaffold level. There was about 800 people um, and Phoenix won it. I think it was a last minute penalty from memory to make it 1-0 and it relegated VCD Athletic down uh, to the scaffold divisions at the, um, and they swapped with Phoenix who have now gone up to the Evgenian pitching in division. So this will be a scaffold stadium next season which is, uh, which is an interesting one. We visited it when they was in uh, the Ifmian. Would we visit it when they're in Scaffold? Possibly. Maybe like an Irith Town VCD game we'd come to or one of the other local teams around here. Would be Irith and Belvedere as well but obviously they've gone up as well. They went up as champions of Scaffold. So yeah, the number of uh, non-league teams in the area still stays the same but obviously the divisions and placements of said teams has changed slightly. It's interesting stuff at the moment uh, with Scaffold Premier Division staying at 21 teams and Scaffold Division 1 going to 16 so there's been a slight number change there but it's um, certainly going to be an interesting uh, interesting season next year in the fifth and sixth tier but it always is it always is when you look at um, the teams in this area what they want to do how, they, how they're investing and and the players who are in the surrounding areas it's a good catchment area for talent and you never know what players you're going to see who's going to be the ones who you know will end up shining and who will basically go on and have glittering careers shows to show what actions happened in the game so far because I managed to say all that spill and nothing had happened 1-0 SC Dons a few challenges starting to go in now that um, SC Dons aren't too happy with um, Bayswater are getting a little bit more into the game again um, nothing too penetrative if you will 
Um, apart from that, a moment a while ago, we said what was superbly saved by SC Dons. There's not been too much from Bayswater, but they're not out of the game, certainly. Um, they're starting to creep back into it, knock, knocking it around quite well. What do we think of the game this half? I think it's been all right. Not as good as the first half, because I think the first half had a few more chances. Like, this one's been a bit boring. But I, I might be saying that because I'm at a bad angle, but I'm not sure. It could be that. Um, yeah, well, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's, it's, there's apart from that chance that Bayswater had a moment ago, there's not been too much so far. Um, and like um, the eldest of the Avery clan said, there. Oh, oh, blimey. Clash of heads there. Essie Don's looking for a foul. Bayswater don't think it should be a foul. It was, it was one of those off. No, I didn't see much in it. Um, yeah, I, I think I sort of agree with that assessment from the eldest of the Avery clan in the sense that there was a lot of really nice build-up play and passing by both sides. Um, Essie Don's nicked it slightly for me because their build-up play was good and obviously they went 1-0 up. But um, there was a lack of actual clear-cut chances. There's There's been one in this half so far, which was the one we just said with the Essie Don's goalkeeper. Um, but again, not much of note at the moment. The game's going a little bit quieter, the tempo's slowing down. But it was a good first half. It was really, really quick from both teams. So is it blowing some of the puff out of them? Possibly. Headed clear by Essie Dons. The 14 for Bayswater brings the ball down well. Runs out to the left. Oh, he's beat the defender again there. Cross comes in. Oh! Oh, he's tapped it over the bar from Quartier. Oh, tell you what, this ain't the greatest angle, but he couldn't have been far away. And all the Bayswater bench, and you just heard the fans there just... Wow, well, that was the chance. That was the chance. If we, um, if this ends 1-0 SC Dons or 2-1 uh, SC Dons or a, or a number where there's only one goal in it, those will be the moments that we'll, uh, we'll be thinking about for sure. SC Dons are really sort of in command of the game, even though Bayswater have got a few times where they've broke down um, and got towards the goal. SC Dons really haven't looked friendly at all. Uh, they have been the better team in the final. Uh, there's no denying that. A few people around here are saying it's reasonably even. Yeah, Bayswater have done a really good account of themselves and they've done well. But um, Essie Dons have been having a better side. Oh, it's interesting now, one all. Um, we were just uh, literally just saying Bayswater slowly getting back into the game, wouldn't we? Um, they've had the bigger moments. One all. The plot thickens now. A really, really nice finish, basically. A nice little build-up play. Essie Dunn's arguing with the referee and sort of saying, you know, why why was there some fouls that he let go? But basically, Bayswater broke down the right, broke down nicely, some nice football, played it inside. And then the player, I couldn't see who his number was, unfortunately, but he's got the ball nicely, whipped it around the goalkeeper, right down the middle of the goal. One all. Game on. Bayswater are huffing and puffing now. It's getting really, really interesting. There's been a couple of decisions where they think that the, they should have got the decision their way with um, a bit of a shirt pull in the box, a little um, a foul in the middle of the box as well. There's another foul there. It's been given to Bayswater um, just about 10, 15 yards into um, the SE Dunn's half. Uh, yeah, it's getting very, very tasty now. Bayswater, their, their bench is getting very animated compared to the first half. But this is what these big finals are about, dear listener, isn't they? Everyone wants to win them. Huge moment in this game, absolutely huge. Basically, SC Dons were through um, and there's been a foul in the build-up. There is practically, with the exception of like five or six players, they are all around the Bayswater defender and the referee. They're asking, what do we, what do we reckon? Come on, cards on the table. He's going to give a yellow. Yellow. <laughs> he's going to melt. That's always nice to have the rest. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Well, the, the pressure's going to get... We'll, we'll, we'll keep this fellow anonymous, even though I can see his driving licence from here. Don't worry. We don't want to get in trouble with the league, do we? Oh, let's see. What do we think? Oh, was it a dog's odour? That's the problem. What do you think? Don't sit on the fence. Do you know what? I think, I think he'll give a yellow card, but I think only because... 
there was still a couple of defenders there, weren't there? Oh, he's pulled them away. Oh, oh, he's consulting. He's consulting. You can hear, you can hear the officials. Oh, you can hear, you can hear the crowd. I'll tell you what. Can we have a drum roll, please, from you? Come on. What do you think it is? Here we go. It's a big moment. He's whispering. The hands over the mouth so that he. Oh, is that Nessie Don's photographer? They're trying to film what it is. I don't think it's going to be a card at all. No, it's got to be a card. It has to be a card. He's oh. gone up to him. Oh. Oh, let's see what this is. This is the moment. As Martin McCutcheon says, this is the moment. <laughs> Not often do you get 90 soap stars, pop stars in, in football. Oh, it's a yellow card. Oh. I'll tell you what, that standing ovation, dear listener, is from Bayswater. <laughs> One all. So we're getting interesting there. Free kick is on the edge of the day. There is about, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, I think there's mascots in that wall as well. There's so many of them, isn't there? The referees are waving. Not sure who to, but this is it. No, the, the, uh, there's two, uh, two players now standing on that. Big, big moment in this game. Do we think it's in, boys? What do we think? Yeah, I'm saying it's, it's in. Wouldn't it be ironic if the one who clears off the goal line was the one everyone said should have got the red card? Um, here is the moment. The ball's being placed down. The 30's stepping away. Goalkeeper's making himself look big. Oh! Oh, no! Oh! Oh! They've done the, they've done the training ground routine. Wow! Go on, I'll let you describe that one. Come on. Come and describe. Utter, utter schoolboy. <laughs> oh, wow. So basically what's happened is, is they've, they've, they've sized up to have the shot. There's a player um, just on the left-hand side of the penalty area. Um, ba yeah, ba very clever though. Like, he looked like he was having no part of the game. A short free kick has been played to him. And then he's literally just danced around the wall and just slotted in the bottom corner. Very clever. Do you think he meant it? Do you think he meant it? Let's, let's describe it. Let's describe it. The young lady here has got it on film. We can't say her name for GDPR reasons. Okay. Here we go. So we'll, we'll watch it. We'll watch it back here. She's filmed it. She's the VAR this evening. So he's standing on the edge of the wall there, about what five, ten yards to the right, yeah. not yeah, too far away. Beautiful position. Yeah, oh, lovely. lovely touch to control. One touch control. Yeah. Bottom corner. And it's the other person who weren't even meant lining the shot up. He passes. He lived <laughs> close offside though, wasn't it? Close offside, but it's been given, and there was a slight pitch invasion. SE Don's two, Bayswater one. I tell you what, dear listener, we just had a bit of a pitch invasion there, and that goal really soft to concede. I actually feel for Bayswater a bit there because it was it was a nice training ground routine. Don't get me wrong, and really nicely put away by C. Dunn. You know, one touch in the bottom corner. It was a good goal. I can't knock it, but if we lose this cup final, well, I say we. I mean Bayswater. I mean I don't support Bayswater, um, but we as in the raw. We if you was to lose or we was to lose a cup final like this, wow, you'd be angry. It's, um, yeah, yeah, four minutes added on, my, my middle boys just said, um, with timing. So, if, you know, 90th minute goal, that's why there's all the tension and all the emotion. And it's, it's on a knife edge, it really is this game. It's 2-1, it's Bayswater really, really trying to get back into it. And just not long to go now, not long to go. Something's obviously going off over there. Something's going on over there. I think one of the blokes with the cameras is, is trying to hold the ball or slow up the play. Um, the lino is now telling them to go to get them off the pitch because they're getting involved with the people with the cameras and they shouldn't be. Um, but it's not long to go now, a couple of minutes. It, it looks like it's going to be um, the Dons who, who, who win this game. 
and probably they probably deserve it slightly. You know, Bayswater have had a good second half. Don, Don's have dominated throughout, and um, I think 2-1's a fair result. It was a close game and a good advert for the, so the grassroots game, if you will. Bayswater have now got a free kick in the middle of the park. SC Don's are really trying to try their hardest to time waste. They're tripping the players up. They're booting the ball away. The referee's got a job on his hands here. It's, it's, Don's are trying the game management stuff, um, which isn't what some of us are, are too keen on. And Bayswater just want to get it done. Dear listener, this game's got a lot. I mean, Bayswater with like one really fine final attack has just like unleashed a shot from. It looked like the edge of area, but it's not far. It's it's not miles away. It's going to the top corner. Somehow the keeper pushes it onto the post corner now for Bays Bayswater. And there you go. SC Dons are your winners of the Plumstead Challenge Cup. What a game! No, no, that's the other team. They, they didn't win the fur cup, so that's the game. Michael Avery, Acton, Grassroots, signing out, where SC Duns have beaten Bayswater by two goals to one up the Grassroots. You're listening to Acton Grassroots.